Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Studio Day Heffrey. I am me. Jeff Cavanaugh, welcome. Of course, this presentation where I'm going to spend some time talking about how awesome CD Lamb is is brought to you by my friends at Bet Online, betonline.ag. Using that promo code Believe, you can get a 50% sign up bonus on your first deposit. You can bet on how good CD Lamb is. Just don't bet on the Cowboys. They're getting a little iffy on us. They're getting a little iffy on us. But you can bet on any sport. Um, they've got the best coverage, analysis, free plays, all sorts of greatness at Bet Online. You go to betonline.ag, use the promo code BELIEVE, and you are in business, my friend. You can figure out where you, how are you going to make your fortune. Do better than I did on DraftKings. BetOnline. Thanks for presenting this. Wait, isn't the freak live right now? Oh, I guess I shouldn't tell you. We actually are replaying things. So you're going to hear our actual shows, but you're going to get uh, until January 2nd. We're not technically live. It is replays of things that we have already done. We're sneaky like that. That way, while other stations are playing, um, you know, weekend guys or whatever, People who might be checking us out can hear our real shows. They just aren't hearing them in real time. <laughs> uh, yes. Um, I want to talk about CD Lamb first. That is the first thing I want to talk about. And then I got other things I want to talk about too. I started my NFL draft stuff. I've watched two players. I love Tyree Wilson, the Texas Tech defensive end. But anyway, I'm going to share something in on my screen here. And then I'm going to help you read it. And then if there's people who listen to this in audio form later, uh, then I'll try to explain it as I show you. Let me see. It's a window. I want this. Sorry, my technology isn't the best, but I'm going to try. So this is a chart. It's a chart. And as I'm looking at my screen, I don't even know if you can read said chart, but I'm going to help you out. What it is is it is from NFL's next-gen stats. It is a couple of different ways they track wide receivers. One is how often they're targeted. That is the one on the left side. And then the one across the bottom is how often players are open. So the way we're reading this and the way that I want to focus on is how often do guys get open? And if you can't see it, the guy who's the grand champion of it is actually A.J. Brown this year. But... The guys who get the most open in the NFL are A.J. Brown, Deontay Johnson, Tyler Lockett, Stephon Diggs, Devontae Adams, Justin Jefferson, uh, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, CeeDee Lamb, Brandon Ayuk, blah, 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 blah. CeeDee Lamb, one of the 10 best in the league at getting open. Now, being open, considering you're the only guy on the team and other teams are going to be focused on you a lot, is pretty damn impressive. Problem is... As you work your way across the chart, which again, I don't know if you can see, but the open score for non-CD Lamb wide receivers, obviously 50, would be in the middle. And no Cowboy is over 50. So CD Lamb, if you had to guess at what his number is, it's probably like an 80 out of 100. And then Noah Brown is down here at probably about a 40. And Michael Gallup is down here at probably about a 30. That is not good. That means that the Cowboys, as we've been talking about, have one good wide receiver, and Michael Gallup might be a big surprise to people, but we've been talking about it for a while where he just doesn't quite look the same, and he's never been a giant separator. 
he's always been a kind of a physical guy. He can win a ball on the sideline. He can make a tough catch on a slant. But the Cowboys, when they couldn't really run the ball in the second half, were still able to throw it okay against Jacksonville. And that's incredibly impressive, considering that your offensive line is okay and your wide receiver core has one dude that gets open. That is CeeDee Lamb, wide receiver one. He hath arrived to be the only guy on the team that is a big-time threat in the receiving game and still be one of the 10 most open guys in football. That is pretty damn badass by the guy who is currently eighth in the NFL in receiving yards. Formula's in the super chat. Let's go. Party at Jeff's, in my opinion, the best option at cornerback is move 26 to outside cornerback and activate Alexander to play the slot. What say you? An Ecuador man wants to know the same thing. Jeff, who is your CB3 with Diggs and Bland? Um, and then Vance, this is all cornerback stuff. You agree with Vach and BB that Q, DQ needs to do more to help KJ? And why do I fear Bones pushed for Wash over Hilton for special team reasons Sunday? I think with T.Y. Hilton, you just got to get up to speed, too. I think that is part of it, where you got to just make sure that the guy is fully ready to step into an NFL game and do work. So, hopefully, this next week, we could get some T.Y. Hilton because they desperately need somebody uh, who can just beat man coverage. The Cowboys wide receiver core minus CeeDee Lamb is not okay or average. It's bad. and they need to find something to help and it's hard at this point in the season it's the same thing at cornerback what is their best option i don't know i mean kelvin joseph you would hope would be the best option but he was trouble this weekend you got three names you can play with outside of kelvin joseph and deshaun wright and those are trayvon mullen who they recently claimed kendall sheffield who they've had around for a few weeks and Mackenzie Alexander and Dan Quinn said it this week, they're going to play around in practice. They're going to compete and they're going to see what is our best look. And it's nice to have a bunch of bodies that are going to compete for that job, but it's also guys who have been waived or were on the streets. And I don't know the best answer, but they're going to have to find an answer that is at least adequate. Otherwise you're going to have defensive trouble. Just look at that second half against Jacksonville, over 300 yards, 27 or whatever amount of points they scored in one half. It's Those are absurd numbers, and it's because your pass rush didn't have time to get home. Plus, Trevor Lawrence is a good escaping quarterback, but so much quick game and misdirection, and there's a lot of stuff the Cowboys got to get screwed down. One is fundamentals. If you're the edge guy, you have to keep that edge. You can't let every end around be a big play. You can't let every outside run win because you're trying to sneak inside to get a sack. Um, they're in a bad way on defense at the moment just because of all of those different things coming together. And yeah, they need to find a way to help cornerback two. Even the stop and go, I mean, that's Kelvin Joseph getting beat on a stop and go as evidenced by the fact that he tried to reach out and grab him. He's in man. But you also started that snap in cover two, and I believe it was. I think it was Hooker. It was Hooker or Curse who started off as that deep half, but he got pulled up by some other route and wasn't helping deep. And so they, they're they just, they're off. Formula, the boys have an MG problem. Right now, Michael Gallup, that contract is looking kind of iffy when you have a guy that was hurt and uh, 
you still offered him the sort of money you did because they like they like him. The Cowboys will do that if they like a guy, they'll sign him. And I like Michael Gallup. I want I I'll take Michael Gallup on my team. And it may just be a thing where it's next year or he's still working his way in, but he is not able to separate right now at all. Did you hear the Kellen interview, the third and 10 play? He knew CD would be doubled, so he ran a play where CD was decoy, picked for Noah Brown to get the first down instead of a play to get your best player open. Appreciate you, Dr. J, in the super chat. And that's okay. I mean, the thing about the, here's the thing about the Noah Brown play. You don't have to acknowledge it if you don't want to. It worked. It worked. They were running, I believe it was CD and Dalton Schultz on essentially a double pick play, thinking they would have man coverage on, an, on another wide receiver, Noah Brown, which they did. And they didn't really, they weren't able to really create a bunch of traffic with a good pick, but the play worked. Noah Brown had a step. Dak had pressure coming right in front of him to his left and from the backside. So he's running to his left, has to make an off-platform throw. And he got it there. And the tough part is I saw that Noah today said he just, he kind of didn't see it come out of Dak's hand because there was pressure here and here and he's got to throw it like this. And that happens sometimes. And Noah said 10 times out of 10, I still have to make that catch. And he didn't. And that happens. The play worked. It's okay if sometimes you do something unexpected when you're trying to make a play. And that's what they did. And it worked until it didn't. Um, okay. What were some other questions that I had from people? Offensive line struggle and pass protection. I think the offensive line was okay. Tyler Smith is an up and down left tackle. The Terrence Steele injury really hurts because if you didn't have that, they were getting ready to play Tyler Smith at guard and Tyron at his normal spot at left tackle. Um, I do think that Tyron played well at right tackle. He got beat a couple of times, but not nearly as badly as the grade on that one website would tell you. Uh, Tyron played well. He did good position stuff in the running game. For the most part, he was rock solid in pass protection. I think Tyron's going to be good at right tackle. And I think they need to play him more and more and have Jason Peters just ready if somebody gets hurt. That's what I think they need to do on the offensive line. Why did they run a sideline fade on third down, not run something that had a higher chance of completing a pass? I agree with that, Stud McBeast on Twitch. I 100% agree with that. I don't know why they ran four verticals. And they were trying to protect, so they kept a tight end in who leaked out probably too late when the ball was already gone. Um, maybe that's all fine if that tight end releases earlier and you have a chance to dump it off to him, even if you can't get a first down, just to keep that, uh, keep it going. Has Tyler hit a rookie wall? I don't think so. I think he's just, I, I think this has been fairly consistent where as a pass protector, Tyler Smith is going to, he gets beat outside some. He gets out of position and has to hold some. I wish, I really wish that Terrence Steele didn't get hurt so that Tyler Smith could be at guard where there's just a little less space around him and his ability to just physically dominate people shows up more. Austin is in the super chat. Coop was my favorite. It'd be nice to have him right now. No disrespect to CD. He's wide receiver one, but I miss having two wide receiver ones. Also, I miss halfback screen plays. They disappeared from the playbook. TP needs that. The reason the screens have disappeared is because the Cowboys suck at them. And I don't, like, I study the Cowboys and I study the college tape and I understand the game of football. 
But if you want the intricacies of a screen package and why the Cowboys don't work, I don't necessarily have that for you at the ready. I'm not that smart. It would take a deep dive and a bunch of reading. But the Cowboys are bad at screens. They're just bad at it. Uh, other questions from the people. Why do they continue to run the three wide receiver bunch and Pollard hand off to the other side? I can see it, and I don't know defense. Uh, because it should work. The Pollard plays, and yes, Davey, that was a good ball to Noah Brown on the third and 10. Uh, way to go, my people, for donating. Yeah, thank you. Somebody's got to pay for this damn Botox and the Peloton. I appreciate everybody that watches me. You guys are my friends. I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, the reason that they run that play where they run three wide receivers out there is because what they're doing is they're seeing what's the defense going to do. Because when the defense puts four guys out there, which they do, they'll put three guys to kind of defend that bunch and they'll have a safety over the top most of the time. And when they do, they're going to hand it off to Pollard because take away four, that means the defense has seven. You have three guys over there, which leaves eight of your guys remaining, which means you get six blockers, Pollard and Dak against seven defenders. And with six blockers, you technically have one, two, three, four, five, six. So you got one. And then one in between, you technically have eight gaps for seven defenders. And either you can hand it to Pollard or Dak can pull it. And as long as everybody does their job, the numbers are in your favor. You've got a chance there. They just didn't do a good job of blocking it up all the time. Sometimes they did. Sometimes they didn't. Um, but it's just a math equation. It hurts. Bossman sucks. He has all the swag and potential. Maybe his confidence is shot. I do think corner is a big confidence thing. Even in college, he was a big grabber, really physical guy. And he kind of got away with it, but I still he may still be your best chance at being able to do this. We'll see. It's just it's been a while since I've seen Trayvon Mullen or Mackenzie Alexander play. It's been a I don't know that I've really noticed Kendall Sheffield play NFL football. So they're gonna throw bodies at it and hope that they can find a lineup that works. I'll give Garrett credit on one thing: the halfback slip screens. Cowboys aren't good at screens right now because it's always a wide receiver screen. Just my two cents. Yeah, but they've they haven't tried them a lot lately. But they've tried with Zeke and Pollard on the screens, and they just they can't block them up, or they, I don't know, they're just they're bad at it. What about moving Mukwamu at outside corner? Maybe if you get desperate. If you guys watch the channel very often, you know I'm terrified of the six foot four, six foot five corner. I just think it's hard to have your feet right when you're that tall. It's just tough. Um, other questions from the people. What more do you need to see to confirm this team is currently constructed is not a Super Bowl contender? What do we what do we need to fix that? Burn it all down or a few pieces? No, you don't need to burn it all down. The Cowboys are beat up and it's hurting them bad. Uh, they tried to add a good run-stopping defensive tackle, Jonathan Hankins, and he was helping them there and he got hurt. Um, your pass rush was awesome and maybe your coverage was a part of that but you've lost two of your three starting corners. Uh, the pass rush needs to come back to life, though. Dante Fowler, Tank Lawrence, guys like that need to have more wins because I think teams are going to look at what Jacksonville did. And it was a lot of quick game. It was a lot of misdirection. It was a lot of things that test your ability to just play fundamentally, and the Cowboys failed that test. And so people are going to do that. Why don't they run the wheel route to Pollard more than once or twice a game? Once he captures the edge, it's eight to infinity yards. Garrett had a great draw. Uh, they run the wheel route to Pollard. He just had, was it Smoot 
the defensive lineman who was chasing it, he got lucky. He played it well, and he got lucky. He threw his hands up and hoped for the best, and he got it. It was a good ball. It was a good route. Dude just made a play. And I think if you run it too many times, it doesn't surprise somebody. If you run out to the flat three or four times, and then the fifth time you turn it up, you got a chance at a big play. If you do that consistently, then people are more aware of it. Vance, and thank you, El Matic, in the Super Chat. I love you. Vance, no chance of Peters at left tackle and 73 at left guard. You know some smart people are hating 66, and can this deal allow boss man to press all the time and function? Uh, I think you can allow any single DB to do anything you want and still function. I remember I was talking to uh, Dave Campo out at the Star one day, and he told me about when they added Dion. I guess he was the DB coach at the time. And he said Dion taught him, where Dion was just like, no, tell me who to cover. And Campo was like, well, that's not how the defense works. And he was like, tell me who you don't want to catch the ball. And Campo was like, huh, I guess I could scheme around that. <laughs> um, so I guess, yeah, you could, but they are going to have to figure out how to cover up for that corner or find a guy that can play better. And I don't think there's a chance of Peters at left tackle and Tyler Smith at left guard. And I'll tell you why, Vance. And maybe there is. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe once they get Tyron C legs under him and they feel like he can play the whole game, then maybe they will move around all those different parts. I think, one, they don't want to move as many parts. Two, I think they, me, and probably most of you would be wary of the idea that Tyron Smith is going to play right tackle for the first time in quite some time. Jason Peters is going to play left tackle. They're both going to play every snap and you're going to stay healthy through the rest of the season and all the way through a playoff run. I think that is something they kind of worry about. Can we get more Clark and Jabril Cox? I do hope to see more Jabril Cox um, because your defense had a lot of problems. One pass rush wasn't getting home. Jacksonville was a big part of that. Quick game, misdirection, slowing you down. Uh, another And the quick game worked because you didn't have the DBs to hold up in coverage. And... He didn't have the linebackers to hold up in coverage. I don't think either Damone Clark or Anthony Barr played well in coverage, but Anthony Barr to me stuck out as a guy who wasn't making plays, couldn't couldn't run with running backs to get to the outside, wasn't getting off blocks, was late reacting on some pass plays and doesn't have the speed anymore to make up for that. So lots of things, lots of things. They're banged up. Being banged up hurts. I've noticed ever since AB got hurt, we've been playing a lot of off coverage. I don't think that helps the pass rush or quick game and even run support. Do you think that's a factor? Um, Yeah, I mean, I think wide receivers love free releases. If you're going to play off, wide receivers love that. And quarterbacks love that. If you've got the personnel to walk up and disrupt timing by getting in wide receivers' faces, I think it's a great thing to do. I think Deron Bland is capable of that. I think Trayvon Diggs is capable of that. Um, but Dan Quinn's also smarter than me, so they'll figure this out. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Dak is balling. Mina Kimes put out some interesting stats that backed it up. The whole INT narrative is a little fraudulent. How many of those were on wide receivers dropping the balls, miscommunications? A bunch. I don't disagree that Dak is balling. I think Dak's behind an average offensive line with average to below average weapons, and he's still playing really good football, and a good number of the interceptions were tipped off people's hands. Uh, he absolutely has moments where he's being overly aggressive, but I'll take overly aggressive over conservative any day of the week. 
the first big play they had in the game against Jacksonville was he had his number one receiver and one DB down there on the left side of the field. And so he just threw it for CD because if I, if it's a wide receiver and a DB and the wide receiver is facing me as the ball's getting let go and the DB is not, my guy's going to get it. I can't view that as a risky play. That's a throw you got to make. And he made it and CD caught it and it was good. How do you feel about this game without Hurts? I think the Cowboys should be favored, will be favored, uh, but it damn sure ain't no pushover. Philadelphia's got a good team. And I know Philadelphia fans that before this year thought Gardner Minshew was their best quarterback. So I think they got a capable backup. They have a really good football team. uh, And it'll be a good game. And hopefully the Cowboys are able to cover. Hopefully the Cowboys are able to pass rush. Hopefully the Cowboys linebackers are able to play at least decent. And hopefully Leighton Van Der Esch, I don't think he'll play this week, but hopefully you're able to get him back at some point this season because he's been your best linebacker. And now he's out. So you're down your best linebacker, two of your three starting corners, your run-stopping D-tackle. You're down some dudes. And on offense, I think you're just – the way they're playing offense is incredible, honestly. With If you just go piece by piece through it, they're doing this with a good quarterback, a real number one receiver, decent tight ends, decent O-line, below average other receivers. Pollard's a weapon, and Zeke's a solid back. But I just don't think that personnel adds up to one of the best offenses in football. And yet, that's what they've been, which is really impressive. Um. Oh, man, I've been going too long, haven't I? I got some stuff to do. I've started watching college tape. Tyree Wilson, Texas Tech defensive end. I don't think you're going to be able to pick him, but I've watched two players, and I just need you to know Tyree Wilson is good. All right. Thank you guys for hanging out with me. I love you, and I appreciate it. You're the best. Remember, you have no idea what anyone is going through, so be cool to everyone. I love you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Albert styles. Meet the new Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. That means more comfort and less baggage. Experience how Allbirds is redefining comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.